Hi, I'm Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears, discussing the 1992 film Singles. Sometimes movies come out and they just hit you the right way at the right time in your life. I don't know what it was about singles. I mean, probably the music. Uh, music was kind of changing. I was in the radio industry and... and yeah, these new bands were coming out from Seattle. This what we later called the grunge sound or whatever. But it was an exciting time for music because every few years we do get a, a change in the wind, so to speak. And, and there's new bands and new sounds that come and they're generally accepted when they aren't generally accepted at other times. So this movie was filmed in 1991, came out in 1992 um, of September of that year. I remember it coming out. I remember going to see it because I was, I was just waiting for this movie. Had a bunch of stars in it who in the late 80s were all kind of becoming bigger stars. And it had a lot of the Seattle bands actually in the film. Cameron Crowe wrote and directed the movie. You know his name. He, for a long time, directed some of the most popular um movies with test audiences. He and Rob Reiner, I think, hold records for the highest test audience scores on their movies, at least for a while. Later on, he would make things like Elizabethtown and things like that that wouldn't do so well. But um, singles came at a time. And Cameron Crowe, he basically was the main character and almost famous for real. He was a young writer who worked for Rolling Stone, traveled with bands. He wrote a book called Fast Times at Ridgemont High because he was young enough to go back to school. He I mean, young looking enough to go back to school and write a book like that. And it was made into a movie that he didn't have much to do with. But he got into the movie business and started making some really great films. I, I find his movies are full of a lot of heart and a lot of real situations, things that probably had happened to him in conversations and things like that, and he puts them in the film. I, I not watched a whole lot of the behind the scenes on his movies, but it feels like some things are slightly ad libbed. I mean, I'm sure they're following scripts for the most part, but I think some magic moments happened, especially in this movie. So if you've never seen Singles, it's about a group of of young Gen Xers in Seattle at the height of grunge um, trying to find love, romance, and just generally be happy. Um, Bridget Fonda, Campbell Scott, Kira Sedgwick, Matt Dillon, Bill Pullman, Eric Stoltz, and of course you got Chris Cornell, Eddie Vedder, Stone Gossard, Jeff Ament, you know, um, Pearl Jam. Alice in Chains, Soundgarden play in the movie when the when the people go to bars and stuff and watch. Um, these are the b- bands that are playing actual live footage. And on the Blu-ray, when they finally released it, we got the full performances on a few songs, which is great. Now, Matt Damon stars as a, a lead singer of a band uh, called Citizen Dick, and the remaining member of the band is the members of Pearl Jam. So there's several scenes with a young Eddie Vedder, young Stone Gossard, young, young Jeff Ament, reading the reviews and watching things on TV stoned and things like that is just really funny. It's definitely a romantic comedy, even though it's got all that music stuff built in, baked into it, so to speak. Um, it got generally positive reviews. It was made for just $9 million. It went on to gross over $18 million. Not a huge box office, but when you double your, your especially in the day, when you doubled your budget, it wasn't too bad. And it's about 79, 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. So a lot of people do like this film. A few years ago, they released um, a special edition of the soundtrack that was a two-disc version. And I think it was limited edition. I'm not sure you could 
still get it. But there were a lot of bonus tracks that were parts of things in the movies or things that were turned in for the movies or Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell did a lot of the the sound in between. And there are a lot of songs on the soundtrack that weren't originally featured on the original soundtrack from Smashing Pumpkins or Mother Love Bone or whatever. I think Mother Love Bone was originally on the soundtrack. And those that know the story know that Mother Love Bone kind of morphed into Pearl Jam after their lead singer passed away. But anyway, the short version on this, if you're looking for a romantic comedy with a, with a, a, a background with music, um, beautiful shots around Seattle, Washington, a lot of good actors doing some of their best work. I mean, Tom Skerritt plays the mayor. He's like one scene. Jeremy Piven is in one scene, but it's it definitely a standout. Ali Walker is a roommate in a couple of scenes. There are a lot of really... Later, we would go, these are all great actors. But at the time, a lot of them, other than Matt Dillon and a few others, um, had not made that many movies. So they're very, very young. And it was just it, revisiting this movie now. It was great. So short version of the review. It's a great romantic comedy from the early 90s that, especially if you were alive and dating at that time, you will see a lot of... Uh, uh, similarities, maybe some some parallels with your life. There are a few things that date it, like remembering phone numbers and picking up a phone, <laughs> an actual hard you know phone. That those kind of things have changed, but the rest of the movie actually holds up quite well. Um, a lot of people thought that the mime in the movie was Chris Cornell, but it's Eric Stoltz. But Chris Cornell is the guy that walks up when when Matt Dillon's character Cliff has has put in the in stereo in Janet Bridget Fonda's car and blows out the window. So he doesn't really have a speaking role, but he does have a performance role. Allison Chains performs. Pearl, you know, it. If you're a fan of this kind of music, you're gonna like the movie from that slant. But again, it's it's it's. it's it kind of throws back to those movies of like St. Elmo's Fire, where you've got this 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 cast of characters that are all just doing interrelationship stuff. And watching it today, it's it still holds up. It's funny, it's heartfelt, it's kind of sad in places. It's it's got that up and down roller coaster you want in a movie like this that keeps you coming back for more. I'm glad it's in my collection. I'm glad I can pull it out every once in a while. The Blu-ray looks great. Um, I really don't have too many complaints about the movie. Paul Westerberg did the soundtrack, and I, I said Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell contributed some of the of the background music, but it was Paul Westerberg who put, kind of put everything together. And there is some replacements tracks on the soundtrack. The movie opens with replacements and things like that. Not much else to say. It's it's a simple film. It's incredibly well acted, well made film. Um, some of the band stuff, you know, they weren't actors at the time, so you're like, well, oh, okay, well, that, but that, but they're playing band members, so it, it, you know, it doesn't stick out. Um, movie has a generally happy ending, kind of a weird ending too, but um, overall, singles holds up. It's a, a a kind of a cult classic, if you will. A lot of people don't talk about it anymore, but I just think this was a time where the the music the soundtrack and the background scene just played into a movie so much that it became the movie so to speak and that's that's why a lot of people come back to it but again it's a good Cameron Crowe flick with a lot of good actors doing some fine work so if you're in the mood for a musically relatable uh, uh, romantic comedy about young Gen Xers check out Singles it's available on streaming Blu-ray and however else you can get movies I honestly don't think it really needs a 4K upgrade the soundtrack was great. It looks great on Blu-ray. Um, holds up well. Really enjoy singles. It's one of my all-time favorites. I'm Scott Hamilton, The Rock File. The website is therockfile.com. Please check it out for links. Subscribe, share, and like. Thank you so much for listening. Have a spectacular day. Mm-hmm.